Hello everyone. Welcome back to In Limbo. It is the eve before I move again, and um, it never really gets easier. I guess you could say that I'm in my element because I've done it so many times, but um, it never gets any more convenient or... It's always a hassle, like one way or the other, but something good that's come out of moving is that I don't have an, I don't have a bunch of stuff. I just don't own a lot of things. I'm certainly not a minimalist, but I just don't have that many things. Uh, sometimes I wish that I had more, um, but it's just not easy to, it's just like not practical to have a whole bunch of stuff when you're moving constantly. And every time I move, I wind up going through the stuff that I do have and I determine what do I want to do with this? Do I want to donate it? Do I want to throw it away? Do I want to just leave it? Like, what am I doing with this? Um, and I think that that's a healthy process to go through. And it gives you a little bit of control and it gives you some... It gives you an option to choose to let some things out of your life, to choose to forget. Because when you don't take something with you, there's the possibility that you'll forget it. And you'll forget the memories that are tied with it. So it's your choice then to say, like, what am I doing with this? I don't need it. I'm just going to throw it away. And sometimes that's for the best. So I kind of wanted to tie that into something that I've been thinking about lately that... The process of letting things go, if you've had bad things happen or things that have bothered you or events or a chunk of time or um, situations that have happened that you replay in your mind over and over and over and like those type of things can really stunt you more I think than probably you realize, you know, and I think that it's a good thing to wedge something in between that will allow you to move past it and sometimes letting it go is just very hard it's it's because the thing with letting go is you have to come in order to do it right and in order to completely let it go is you have to like completely release it and I think that we feel like especially on things that we didn't like the outcome of or we didn't like how it turned out or what we did or it's like we want to revisit it we want to replay it we want to run it by ourselves at a later date and time see what we think about it we want to have that there if we want if we want to think about it and so to let it go and to be like I've done everything I can with this situation or situations and now I've let it go and it, like you don't have access to it anymore when you do die when you do that and I think that's hard to wrap your head around and that's part of the reason that it's so difficult and it can take so long to let something go so what I've been thinking about is the option to choose to forget even if it's temporarily now probably it's healthier to let things go but if we're talking about comparing choosing to forget or to hold on to like bad memories or bad uh or things that kind of just don't sit well with you which one is healthier i would say that it's healthier to choose to f be a little bit forgetful and that doesn't mean that you have 
amnesia when somebody brings it up like oh that time period is just completely blank for me I'm sorry you know it's not like that you just choose to say you know what for a little bit I am not going to think about this I'm going to choose to be a little bit forgetful so that I can move on and there's a couple things that you can do to help that and I think some of it is getting rid of possessions getting rid of clearing things out Um, you can clear out uh, a room you can clear out some of your stuff you can clear out things like photos you can clear out anything that kind of reminds you of what is bothering you so much when we when we hold on to things and when we have things that we first of all you know you know that you can't go back and change the past. You know that that is all over. But there's a part of you that wants to redo it. There's a part of you that wants to get it right. And I think most people, it's like looking back on things that even within the last couple years, you you sometimes don't recognize yourself. You sometimes say, what was I thinking? Why did I do that? Or why did I think that way? And you may be the same person by name, you may be the, you might look the same, but you're not that person anymore. Things have happened, time has gone on, you're not the same person even if you've tried to hold on to things and even if you tried to... Sometimes we hold on to things so that we can constantly try to redo them. We try to keep ourselves... Imagine if you always had the same haircut. It's a horrible haircut. It doesn't do anything for you. But it's like you keep it and you kind of learn how to style it to kind of change everyone's opinion on it or change your own opinion. Like, oh, look, it's a horrible haircut, but now I can curl it. You keep things around sometimes so that you can prove to yourself or prove to others that it's different. I tried out for a school play and I sang Amazing Grace and it was in front of a lot of people and I just sang it like way too high. Why? And I think to myself sometimes like, why did I sing that so high? It's not that my voice cracked. It's not that it was out of tune. It was just like way too high. And like if I had to try out for something again, I feel like I'd choose Amazing Grace because I want to like get it right this time. But realistically, I should not sing that. I should just never sing it again. Why, why would I do that? Because it's going to like remind me of the time that I just sang it like way too high. I should choose a different song. If you see what I'm saying, that you don't want to have things in your life. And we hold on to stuff. We try to get it right all the time. That's why people wind up choosing supposedly, that's why they wind up choosing the same type of person. If it didn't go well with uh, the last relationship, they'll almost choose the same type of person to try to get it right. And that's not something they may do consciously, but it's the same kind of thing. You always want to prove it, that you can do it differently, and that you've got it under control now, and things that bothered you in the past, you can rectify. But how are you supposed to grow if you do that? You're just going to wind up 
doing different versions of the same couple things or different variations of the same couple things and there's no real growth. Sometimes you have to... I don't want to use the word kill because it's it doesn't always have to be so that extreme. You don't have to like kill a version of yourself or, or let it die or whatever. But some of the stuff just doesn't need to be taken along for the ride anymore. You have to allow yourself to completely redo things if they if if need be. And you don't want to live in something where if you told everybody you were going to be a singer and you never wound up doing that, you don't want to keep having to push that and keep having to convince yourself that I'm going to do it because I said I was going to do it and I never did it. So let me let me find different ways of working singing into my life when realistically you don't want to do it anymore or it just doesn't have a place in your life. You have to be willing to forget sometimes and be a little bit forgetful and say, you know what, I'm just not going to think about that for a little bit. Or if I were to wake up and not have such, such clear, vivid memories of things that I didn't like, what would I be doing right now? I would stop trying to correct them and I would just move on with my life. The other thing is you don't get a real sense of what needs to be done if you're always living from a place where you're you think about all the times you messed up if you think about all the mistakes you've made if you think about who you were and sometimes it gets so you need to like update it sometimes it gets so out of control where like you have this image of yourself and this the way you think of yourself is like seven from seven years ago. It can go back a long time. So when you forget or when you choose to forget some of that, you can look at yourself as how you are now, at where you're at now. And I think part of it also is because you've thought about things so many times, because you've been over this, if anything bothers you, we think about it 15 times more then there's the chance that you're going to try and overcompensate and you're going to go even more in the direction of the opposite of that or to change it. And sometimes you don't need an entire reboot. Sometimes you need a little tweak here, a little tweak there. Let's move this a little bit. Like it's not something that has to be overthrown and thrown out and completely gotten, completely done away with absolutely everything. That's what I was saying, that I don't want to say that you have to completely kill off or die or uh, let something, bury something. It doesn't have to always be like that, but you have no, you can't discern what needs to be done and you can't, you don't have discernment over what needs to be done and you're not a good judge when you've spent the last couple years driving yourself crazy about a couple things and now it stunted you and you're you're trying to get it right all the time and you're trying to correct things and you're trying to get a get as far away as possible from those things but you really have you've only moved a few inches away because that's your starting point you start from this point of 
I messed up or I didn't like who I was or I didn't like what I was doing, let me prove to myself. Let me, but it's still from that perspective. You're changing it from the perspective of starting off really low, starting off um, very specifically, starting off specific to whatever the situation was. So you don't allow yourself to have as much free range as you need. You, To you, the things that are super, super important all relate back to these things that you didn't like or the way that you were. You can't really get where you need to be or where would be best for you to be because you're so concentrated and so fixated on correcting things and, and changing things. If something needs to be changed, you will know it. it but it becomes a problem when you're reliving certain years of your life over and over and over, over and over and over. You might have, you know, or you constantly think about things that you messed up. I'm sure, I would say if you're, if it bothers you that much, I'm sure you have learned from it and you realize now that it's not, it wasn't the best that could have been done. You're very much aware of that. So to keep going over it is not doing anything productive. It's not doing anything healthy. And then, like I said, you have that that tendency then to overcompensate. And then it's a little bit too much. It's like if you messed up by not saying hello to somebody and it bothers you and bothers you and bothers you years later, and then you go up to somebody and you scream at them, hello! Like, that's that's kind of where we're at. It's a silly example, but you have to look at what happened and give yourself the option, you know what, I'm going to cut myself a break with that. I've thought about it enough and I'm going to choose to forget it a little bit. And the forgetfulness is helpful because if you want to, like the option's there. It's not as permanent, I guess, as letting things go. When you let things go, it's like after that point, it's I, I let go of that and it's far, far away from me and I'm not doing it anymore. That's probably the goal. It's the goal to get to that point and to not think about things like that anymore. But forgetfulness is good is because it's it's a way of kind of pretending. It's a little bit more approachable and a little bit, I feel, more realistic, especially if you have a lot of things or a couple things that are very difficult or that have been there a long, long time. If you have situations or just that you feel like you were just completely like a, a different version of yourself, but you can't get past that old version. Why was I like that? Why did I do that? Why did I make those decisions? Or maybe it was something physically you just didn't like about yourself. Why did I let myself walk around with that goatee? That looked so bad on me. Why was I flat-footed and I never did anything about it? Or I was really overweight or my teeth were jacked up and I, you know, I just didn't see how important that was. Whatever the situation is, 
you can now choose to forget it and look at yourself in the present day. Put those things aside. Allow yourself to to just not think about them for a little bit. It's not helping you in any way. You're aware of them, and if you want, then you can say, I'm going to think about them. But it relieves a lot of the annoyance, the pressure, and there's, I think, additional pressure when you try to put something on yourself where it's like, I still haven't let that go. I know how bad it is to keep rehashing the past and I just can't let it go. I can't let it go. I haven't let it go. I understand what that's like. There's things that I have to let go of that I've been trying to let go of for a while and it just, it's very tough. You think you let it go and then apparently you haven't and when you realize that it gets very discouraging. So in this case, I choose to forget for a little bit. I choose to forget temporarily, periodically, and it's been a lot easier and it's been much more palatable to choose that option. Thank you so much for listening. I am going to uh, continue to pack and I hope that this was helpful and I'll be back very shortly.